this isn't the end. Oh, no, you see, actually it is. <laughs> no, it isn't, because you won't let that happen. Don't you know it yet? You love me, Chandler Bing. <laughs> No, I don't. Well, then ask yourself this. Why do you think we keep ending up together? New Year's? Who invited who? Valentine's? Who asked who into whose bed? I did, but... You seek me out. Something deep in your soul calls out to me like a foghorn. Janice, Janice. You want me. You need me. You can't live without me. And you know it. You just don't know, you know it. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour. It's Best Film Ever. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. Hey, and uh, we are here this week to do season one, episode 14. The one with the candy hearts. This is Friends of the Podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Our Yay. Friends retrospective here on the BFE. Um, so, um, how's things? All right, yeah. Yeah. Busy, tired. I feel like there should be a little bit of banter before we just get right into it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is where we, this is where we showcase our personalities. And oh, if yeah, someone someone hasn't listened before, they go, oh, I'm starting to get a feel for these for who these people are. The thing that people actually listen for. That thing. That well, that thing—it's the vehicle, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, such is. I'm just a bit sleepy. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm busy. I'm going to see Liam in a play tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Max, Max, and I are going to go see Liam in a play tonight. Oh, there we go. There we go. I wanted to go and see it, but I have got a rehearsal for Cats. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that was the thing. This is the day that uh, you don't want to go see it by yourself. No. And so I knew Megs was going to go see it. She mentioned it one of the last times we were all together. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. If I can get my, my work done for certain. It's been a busy week. A busy week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so that'll, that should be fun. That should be fun. Always good to see Liam and to see some of our other friends who are in the show. So that'll be nice. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. So um, we are doing, as we said previously, season one, episode 14, the one with the candy. I'll say this much. We are Podbean's podcast of the week Woo! so props to them for 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 shining the light on the bfe and yeah making good yeah absolutely making good we are appreciative and uh we were having a good week that being said we were the last two weeks have been really good as well so Woo. i'm not yeah i'm it's, it's I'm sitting here going how much this is, is the pod being effect now part of me is going we're doing the man in the iron mask like it's, it, it shouldn't be a gangbusters week on, yeah. <laughs> on that alone but no it's doing well it's not like it's, it's also a, the birthday episode it's a birthday episode it's not our, we're doing an upswing anyway and it's not you love an upswing and, and the numbers aren't our best numbers ever they're yeah. very good numbers mm-hmm. so that's always fun too so uh, but we are thankful for that. So go check out, if you haven't already, our birthday episode. And then uh, just a couple, well, we're, this is f- Thursday, but as we sit here talking about it. Mm-hmm. But we'll be joined this weekend by a uh, neighbor of the podcast, friend of the podcaster, um, relative of the podcaster. Woo. Our friend Anthony's coming on to talk a little John Wick with us. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be fun. That would be good. Yeah. I, I mean, need to watch that tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, so let's take, 
let's go let's go in our time machine we're gonna jump back now to february 9th 1995 uh, yeah no i would have to use a time machine i can't use my memory i'm no. afraid so this is two weeks later mm-hmm. but only but this is the next episode right okay so yeah so we, we didn't miss any uh any story no so we so what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. Uh, The second mission of the Mir shuttle program, a joint American-Russian space program, if you can imagine that today, (laughs) goes into space. The number one song in the United States was Creep by TLC. Okay. I do not know this. The number one... Yeah, no. The number one song in the UK was Think Twice by Celine Dion. I was going to listen to it. So it, it would have got radio play, obviously, in Canada, because Canada, we yeah, have yeah. Canadian content laws. So yeah. you have to play so much Canadian music by, by law. On and the you radio. might as well play the good stuff. Well, the current stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Canada's number one song, though, was not Think Twice by Celine Dion. It was a song called Insensitive by Jan Arden. I can hear, I can hear just the, the hook. It's just like going, insensitive that's all i that's all i can hear but it's the only one of the ones i can do so far and so i went there must be a good song here somewhere yeah so australia mm. and we got the, we, we, we got a nice bfe backing in australia good day eh? david from scripticals from australia but but just in general our numbers in australia have always been really quite good somewhere i've been considering going to yeah there you go uh their number one song and i know you hate this song but i appreciate this your face is already scrunched up. Do you know what it I is? Saw it say, oh. I saw cranberries on there. Yeah. I was going, oh, it's not, is it? It's in your head. In your head. Zombie. Zombie. Oh, I used to hate that song when I was younger. I love that. That woman could sing the phone book. And I'd listen to it. Unfortunately, she's, she's passed on now. So she probably can't sing the phone book now. No. 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 Not, on, not on this side of eternity, anyway. No. No. She's Irish. Have you ever started to think about like you see the Simpsons episode where they go to like Marge's? It's it's an episode with Liam Neeson in it, and he's like a Catholic. He's a Catholic priest, right? And he's converting uh, Bart to Catholicism, of course. And there's this like vision she has of like she she's ends up in heaven, but she ends up in Protestant heaven. <laughs> and they go over and look at, at like Catholic heaven, and Catholic heaven's like like a giant party. <laughs> <laughs> and Protestant heaven is just really dull. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so somewhere around there, I have the idea of Irish Catholic heaven. Mm-hmm. I think that would be great. Well, I was taught, I was at work today, and one of the teaching assistants that came out to help with the group was Irish, and the young lad that who she was with um, is not very uh, not very verbal, so they were kind of having to put together what he was asking about. But he was asking about Ireland, oh, okay. and so she was like, she there was he said, what do they have for tea in Ireland? I think is what he said, or what do we have for lunch in Ireland? And she was like, we don't, we just have two dinners and we have a lot of food and one of them's at like 1pm, one, one will be at like 7pm. No. Also there's Elevenses and also we don't go to bed till like midnight most nights. Well, Elevenses <laughs> is quite British as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she was like, it ro- rolls around food and drink and having yep. a good time. I'm like, I could live that way. I'll tell you what, I watched the Banshees of Inishirin and uh, the pub was such an important part of like the community <laughs> and I'm like... I kind of want to go somewhere where that is the norm. We're just after because mm-hmm. they live in these very like plain houses now. Around it's like nineteen twenty, but still, the idea of then just going and just spending your your evenings every evening at the pub. For some reason in Ireland, it doesn't feel like it's a problem. <laughs> it feels like it's 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 culture. It's a community thing. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a community yeah. thing, especially for, for for the men as the yeah, as yeah. the movie. Now it's the twenties again, but yeah. yeah. So there we go. Um, what we've skipped. 
Uh, oh, that's right. The number one movie was Legends of the Fall. I don't know what that is. Brad Pitt, uh, Anthony Hopkins, Julia Ormond. Yeah, these are names. I can't picture any of them. At some point, well, it's a long movie. It's an epic. Oh. Um, we talked about it previously because I said how like the hair of the one brother as he becomes more and more corrupt, he gets like, oh, like, like it goes into a ponytail, it, or something. not ponytail. It just gets more and more slicked back uh, and like okay. gelled down. Yeah, I but then, about that. but then when he like finds his redemption, it like just like blowing in the wind. Oh, I love stuff <laughs> like that. Um, so it was uh, this is the last of four weeks that it was number one at the box office, but it was the number one movie. It only made five million dollars that weekend. Wow. So it sort of shows you where the economics of cinema have yeah, changed yeah, in 25 definitely. years. Um, so like I said, we've skipped nothing. So we're going to go right into the deep dive. Could we be any more excited? This was written by Bill Lawrence. And this is the only episode that Bill Lawrence has ever written. Oh. Bill Lawrence is a name that should get a lot of people going. I know that name. He was the showrunner and lead writer for Spin City, which we did a uh, clip for takeoff on. Which one was that? That's one with Michael J. Fox. And he's oh, that was like, shit. I didn't like that. Oh, it's excellent. No, I hate it. <laughs> um, he's also the lead writer and showrunner of Scrubs. I haven't seen it. You've seen Scrubs? No, I haven't. I know you've seen Scrubs. I have seen maybe like clips from the musical episodes of Scrubs. I'm sure you've seen Scrubs. I have not watched Scrubs. Okay, I, I can beat this. I can beat this. Ready? Okay, he was the showrunner and lead writer of Cougar Town. Nope. No, that's fine. That's the one that uh, that uh, Courtney Cox does after Friends. Okay. Oh, she did something else in the middle. It was terrible. But then she did Cougar Town, which right. was, had a small following. And that's the show that uh, Abed's always referencing. Okay, yeah. He was in Cougar Town. Remember that one? Yeah. Yep. But the big one, and I know you've seen this, he is the showrunner and lead writer for Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. I've watched the first episode yesterday. <laughs> that, that doesn't really count. <laughs> no. So you, you found that charming, though? I did, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So I do a clear for takeoff, but Ethan and I did it where I didn't know it. Uh, so see, we're all, the BFAs just, just introducing it to each other. Yeah. So there we are. Um, so there we are there. Uh, the director of this episode, James Burroughs. As in Charles Burroughs, Charles Burroughs, Charles Burroughs. Yep, from? Uh, yeah, Cheers. Yeah, he was the lead director on, on the Cheers episodes. Cool. Uh, he directed 15 total episodes, 11 of them in season one. Wow. Including the first four episodes of Friends. That's impressive. So if you think about like, you know, that's the one with her in the wedding dress. And like, yeah, so yeah. why is it such a gangbusters? The writing, all that stuff. But, but they've got to be good. Yeah. James Burroughs is in the in the chair. And I don't think you can, when you think, why was this a phenomenon? I don't think you can take him out of the equation. No, definitely not. And then it's, we've already done a James Burroughs episode. Do you remember which one it was? I don't remember which one it was, but I remember we did it. Blackout. Ah, okay. Which for me, I felt was a bit sitcom-y actually. So. Yeah, this one was much more akin to a Cheers episode. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. The hu- uh, I mean, I know you only directed it, but like the humor was as well. Okay. Well, you can talk about that when we get to there. Yeah. Uh, so February 9th, 1995, and we begin our cold open. We're at Central Perk, and Joey and Chandler are talking Ross up uh, for a, a woman who they think is into him and who lives in his building. And they go, hey, have you had any, inter- any, uh, any engagement with him before? Well, she lent me an egg once. And uh, she says, sees him and says hi to Ross. And he kind of goes. <laughs> <laughs> and so they can. And Chandler's trying to pump him up going, you got to get back in the game. The Rachel thing isn't working. Your ex-wife is a lesbian. I don't think I need we a third. Need a <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Joey says, Joey goes up to someone and asks for an egg. Who works at Central Park. And he says, an egg still in the shell. 
<laughs> as opposed to just like coming out with like a handful of well, I egg. Think it, as opposed to like a fried egg. Or a hard like, boiled egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes over and goes, just, you know, return the egg. I'm here to return your egg. I think this is great. Oh, yeah, that would absolutely work. Yeah, it would work, right? Yeah, it would, yeah. would work on me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. That's, I, that's weird and charming. Cool. I saw We're that. for a good start. I saw that and went, I, I think Joey had this much game. I right. thought Joey was just a smoldering look. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is actually quite, quite, quite good. Yeah. And uh, they send him back over there. They pump him up. And uh, <laughs> Joey says, think it'll work? And she goes, no, it's suicide. The man's got an egg. <laughs> but we go to the credits. We come back. And now it's we're just continuing. We, are, we have not stopped. The girls are yeah. coming in. The timeline continues. And they're talking Phoebe out of Roger and taking a date with Roger. Remember Roger? No. Roger's the shrink who they just hate that guy. Oh, they just hate that guy. So Roger. that, yeah, that yeah. was interesting because I never picked up that that's who that was. No, I, I just I, thought I it was the name. I just but. thought it was placeholder name here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not not because we, we had a lot of placeholder names get thrown around here. Yeah. Um, but Roger wants to take her out tonight, and uh, we it's Valentine's Day, and they're trying to figure out who Valentine's they should be Day with. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Who who should they end up with for Valentine's Day? I'm like, well, didn't we do an episode like this already? This feels very new, new, the, Year's, new Year's episode. Yeah. Um. But uh, so we find out that Monica's telling Phoebe, you can date creepy guys any day of the year. I know I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, and so Valentine's Day, we should probably unpack that. Mm-hmm. Big thing for you? Nah. Nah? Nah. Probably doesn't help that I've not really <laughs> properly celebrated a Valentine's Day with anyone like in person. So okay. I, I, don't, I haven't ever felt the need to either. I'm not a big Valentine's Day guy. Never have been. Um, I don't know. I think I've been with someone who maybe they were into it. Mm-hmm. And maybe my stance was to... I look at Valentine's Day as amateur hour. <laughs> Anybody can do it because the calendar tells you to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's nice. It's If anything, it should be an excuse to do it more, not just not the reason that you do do it. Like, if you get to Valentine's Day and we go... And you'd be like, okay, let's go have steak because we can't because it's Valentine's Day because it's an excuse to do it. That's great. But like, <sighs> do it anyway as well. Do it anyway. Just- Every restaurant is mad busy on Valentine's Day. <laughs> you didn't see that was going to fall over. <laughs> I My spatial awareness is shocking. <laughs> um, I have a prime bottle on my desk from our, from our episode where we tra- tasted the prime. <laughs> it's, a sta- up- it's a total status symbol in the UK. I can't let myself chuck it away. I picked up my uh, Dr. Pepper just, and knocked it over. Just put the bottle in the bowl. In the bowl? In the bowl. Okay, hang on. Big wooden boy, yeah. Um, so uh, we find out that Chandler and Joey are supposed to be double dating. And Chandler really doesn't want to do this. He's starting to have some cold feet. And the deal is that Joey can only date this girl if it's a double date. Yeah. Which seems like a lot of work considering what she's like when we meet her later. Mm-hmm. But um, Joey then goes, he's like, I don't want to do it. You know, it's probably going to be some, you know, what she's described, she's just some train wreck. And Joey says, hey, she's needy. She's vulnerable. I'm thinking cha-ching. To which he rightly gets a roll thrown at his head. Yes. Uh, yeah. got Rachel throws a roll at him. Uh, but uh, And then Ross comes back. He was successful with the date. The egg works. Chandler hugs him. And he's still got the egg in his breast pocket or something. And it goes crunch. <laughs> and I love me a little Foley. It's a, it's a good Foley it joke. It goes crunch. And he doesn't turn around so you can't see that there nope. is no egg. It's, a, it's, it's just a good Foley joke. I, I like those. Yeah. So we, we zoomed to the double date. And uh, Chandler reminds Joey, remember, no trading. You get the pretty one, I get the mess. <laughs> uh, and then in comes the date whose name I didn't catch, i got to be honest with you. 
Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, and she's Jennifer? very, she's very, might be Jennifer. Sure. She's very attractive. And she, uh, and she goes, well, well, look what you brought. Very nice. And Chandler asks, and what did you bring? <laughs> and she goes, well, she'll be in a minute. Uh, I'm going to go to the, uh, bathroom and, and, uh, wash the smell of the taxi cab off my hands. I thought she said wash the smell of the cat off my hands. No, cab. Oh, <laughs> that makes much more sense. Uh, Lorraine, sorry. Lorraine. Yeah. Would you get me a white Zinfandel and a glass of red for Janice and walks away? This is the perfect way to reveal this. Yeah. And we cut to Joey and Chandler looking at each other and he's like, Janice? I'm like, there's no way. And we have a two shot. And then what violates the two shot in the background, Janice yes. comes in looking. This is something that this is the way I would do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love this. Where, where, where's your window for the character entrance? It's brilliant. And you get, and now it's, it's full. She's in full Janice mode. This she has Janice, elevated yeah. to her. To, she has. I must evolved, say final form, but she has evolved to what we know as Janice. Evolved to second stage Janice. Yes. Like a Pokemon in its middle stage. She's not a caricature of what Janice is like, because that'll come later too. Yeah. But she's just prime Janice, prime, I think. Prime Janice. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and so I got a question. Did you notice Joey's date outfit? It was like a white turtleneck and a suit Almost jacket. a turtleneck, yeah. It was, it was very high-necked, yeah. like um, fl- almost like a, like a t-shirt-y, a thick t-shirt-y, almost fleece like jumper, yeah. material, and then like a blazer over it. Yeah. It, this was very 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very Joey. Like he wears he wears this sort of thing quite a lot in the early seasons. I think yeah, he does. Yeah. In fact, I think it might be the same shirt he's dancing in around the fountain. Quite he might possibly. have put the blazer over it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, Chandler wants to make a run for it. Um, we get a scene of a toilet where he's saying, "What do you want?" Guys aren't usually known to go to the bathroom in pairs, but I guess we need a scene. <laughs> and we found out Joey can't pee while he's nervous. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a joke of Chandler like yelling at him from behind. It's yeah. it's it's uh, it's. Uh, we go back to Monica's apartment, and they're trading bad boyfriend stories. Um, two of them sexually related. Rachel had a weeper <laughs> who cried every time they had sex. Uh, I didn't catch what his name was, but Monica Howard the I win guy. <laughs> I win. I win. And I think we could all infer what winning meant. And Monica says, I went out with a guy for two months. I didn't get to win once. <laughs> Um, and then we have Phoebe saying, you know, my friend Abby who shaves her head. Yeah. Is this the woman who shaves her head at the beach? No, because that's Bonnie. Oh, that is Bonnie. So wow, she has multiple friends who multiple shave their heads. Head f- shaved head friends. Yeah. Female friends. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the like one few things that came up in trivia. It's like, it's you not may the same think woman. it's the same person, no, but it's not. Very good. So this this friend Abby says we can do a cleansing ritual. And what does that entail? She goes, we can burn the stuff they gave us. And like, or, or we can chant and dance around naked <laughs> with sticks. With sticks. <laughs> and they decide, no, they're going to instead burn the stuff. Makes sense. What would happen today? Today would be different because they'd give you, I don't know, tech? No. It wouldn't be like organic material. You're asking be... someone who's been single for a while. I All don't right. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, back to the date. And Joey, and it's kind of, they've got kind of like a V. So on the foreground and far apart, we have Chandler and Janice. Yeah. And then in the background, but, but, but closer together. Yeah. We've got Joey and Lorraine. 
upstage center yeah <laughs> yeah and joey and lorraine it, it's just a great visual i, I gotta think this is a james burroughs thing and um so so much gets said at once so joey and lorraine are like you know lady in the tramping their food pretty much it's a breadstick and it's really weird yeah yeah and then this is sort of i don't know if it zoomed out or if it's my focus i don't know what it was but you discover that chandler and um, janice are pretty much like facing away from each other <laughs> having a miserable time and lorraine tells joey that she can pick up quarters with her toes and then we get a, it, it, it's it, it's all it's all inference. Mm-hmm. It's all uh, just in, in, insinuation, innuendo. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, was that quarters or rolls of quarters?" Which <laughs> is 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 a is a great. This this isn't two broke girls. No, two broke girls would have been as explicit as they could be yeah, about yeah. it. This is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Janice has a bag. Oh, sorry, I'm jumping way ahead here. I'm in the wrong spot. Oh no, I'm not. Uh, she records her tolls, a quarters or a quarter. Janice is a bag with just Chandler's heads. That's what we find out. Of pictures, yeah. The pictures. She's cut her face of all the pictures. She goes, You can he goes, No, you can have them if you want. He goes, No, I'm okay. She goes, No, no, you could make puppets of them in your theater <laughs> of cruelty. <laughs> uh I don't I I used to dislike Janice, but I've I'd love her now. She's brilliant. Joey is uh we found out Joey's bailing. Um, because uh, Lorraine wants to slather stuff on his body and 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 then lick it off, and then he wants to—he doesn't know what it means, but he wants to be a part of it. <laughs> and he's like, "You can't do this to me." And Joey has a a moment where he goes, "You're right, I can't do this to you." And then we cut to Lorraine asking a waiter for three chocolate mousses to go, and he's gone. <laughs> and he leaves Chandler with his credit card. Now, the only part of this I had an issue with is we've been told that Joey's a deadbeat actor and has no money. How does he have anything on his credit card? I guess because it's a credit card, he's got some also, sort of limit on it that he hasn't used yet. Like, I know we've talked about like the friend's apartment a bunch of times, but have we done, do we do the, do we do the Hootie and the Blowfish episode? Do we do that? Mm. Friends and money and all that stuff? I know yeah. we've watched it, but I don't know if we reviewed it. Okay. Because that's going to be a thing. Yeah. And, uh. You know, they talk about like going to place. Like this place seems. See, whenever Joey goes on dates, they look fancy. They don't go to. I don't know if the nineties were different. Maybe, but there's no like mid level restaurant. You're either McDonald's or you're this. <laughs> and like, where's that mid level? Where where's like you're just Nando's? you're just sitting in a booth and someone yeah. comes and takes your order. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're getting a you're getting a quarter chicken dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No. Maybe you had to try harder in the nineties. I don't know. I don't know. Um. So uh, there's uh, so Janice and Chandler are starting to they like oh great and you know Chandler didn't want this he's just a plus one yeah you know it's not his fault he's broken up with Janice twice and then she's here again but uh, she does take great joy in the fact that his shirt's been sticking out of his zipper since he came <laughs> back from the bathroom to which point he does this he walks over to her table and does this little hop on one foot uh, Matthew Perry's great with physical comedy. It's just completely unnecessary, but it's funny. And it's like, how are you... Because the other couple sort of look at him as doing it. It's like, how are you doing? (laughs) Um, And so they say, what about our friends? Some great friends we have on. Chandler says, Joey's not a friend. He's a stupid man who left us with his credit card. (laughs) He goes, another drink, some dessert, a big screen TV. (laughs) And uh, goes, excuse me. 
good oh my word what's have happened a, to your notes i have again i've missed pages this is what happens oh, when no. you cheap out on uh on, on the paper you do not get a standard of printing quality so i'm gonna that, you vamp the, for a second i'm confused as to why the how the printer manages to miss pages i have no idea no i don't know that's very strange so it thinks it's printed but it hasn't that is odd because it gave you two sheets of paper but it, they, they were blank so who knows he's gonna get the laptop now so that we can uh, continue on and you don't have to listen to me trying to vamp and fill the gap liam is better at that than you are i don't like vamping it makes me nervous just continue a conversation but just like i can't continue the conversation because you weren't there to talk to this doesn't stop me half the time (laughs) (laughs) this is true there we go so uh, let me just find the uh, document and we'll be good to go here again um I've said the flying V, so we must be here. Oh, so he calls over this. <laughs> so he, he wants some more service because he's just said, you know, never drink some dessert, a big screen TV. He says, good madam. And then it turns around that it's a guy. Good woman. Oh, good woman. Yeah. Good woman. That's even, yeah. yeah. Good woman. And it's around, it, 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 it's a guy. He goes, oh, man. I'm like, yeah, you could not do that joke today. No. Um, a bottle of your most overpriced champagne. And Janice goes, each. <laughs> um, and a Rob Roy. I have no idea what that is. It's a drink. Oh, okay. It's a drink. It's like it's like, a, it's like an old fashioned. What's an old fashioned? I don't know. That's uh, a whiskey sours type thing. I think. Sure. Smoky whiskey. Th- those are words. So I, I, one day I might go ahead and say, Can I, "I don't know what this is. I would like to know what it is." I want to know what a Rob Roy is. You go ahead and look up a Rob Roy. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Uh, we cut to the morning, so you're gonna have to sort of pay a bit of attention as you do that. I'm, we I'm cut to the morning attention. after because it's just Chandler waking up, and we get this 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 naked arm comes across and taps one of the nose. And it's Janice saying, happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> and we cut to getting her out of the apartment. And Monica finds Janice in the corridor and uh, hallway, I suppose I should say. Uh-huh. And uh, goes ahead and uh, says hello. And, and Chandler always just wants her gone. And <laughs> Monica goes and gets Rachel. <laughs> and Rachel's happy to see her. And they're they're bigging this up. And I, I, I do... It's fun because Chandler, and we're aligned to Chandler. Chandler is the person yeah. story it is. It's a little mean-spirited at Janice because they're getting her hopes up. Yeah. <sighs> like I do feel sorry for Janice more often than not. Because we're, because we're an outsider, we really see this as them, like, you know, penalizing Chandler, and there's humor in that. Yeah. <sighs> but the butt of the joke is still Janice. Is you're with Janice, yeah. yeah. Um, and so... Joey's at this point happens to come home from his date. Still, we're in the clothes from the night before. Yeah, his hair is perfect. Yeah, perfect date hair. But so, so was Janice's. Chandler's was with, was a bit messy. But Janice's hair is perfect when yeah. she comes out of the house. It's a full. It's, it's a full reunion in the hall, um, with the exception of uh, oh, oh, she was. So they say, oh, it's good to see you. She's like, it's a reunion. I can't do the voice. It's a reunion in the hall. <laughs> and um, Monica comes back with the phone because Ross needs to say hi. And she goes, oh, it's me. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the one person that's missing, of course, is Phoebe. Yeah. There's no reference to Phoebe. No Phoebes. So we go on to that. Va- we skip forward to that evening, Valentine's date night. Um, Ross is talking to this woman, Kirsten, I think her name is. And he's got a very carefully rehearsed. He's, Swimmer's very good at playing that he's nervous to be on this date yeah, and he's yeah. struggling to get through this story. He's planned a bit about dog years and transatlantic flight. 
Um, and so he tries it, and unlike the airplane, uh, it crashes and burns. So yeah. she's she's polite enough to kind of laugh and go, "No, it's funny. It is funny." But he's just it's obvious he's trying so hard. Yeah. Uh, do we have any uh, reference on what a Rob Roy is? Yeah, so a Rob Roy is basically a Manhattan, but instead of American whiskey, it calls for Scotch instead. What's a What's a Manhattan? Uh, a whiskey and soda, I think. I could be wrong. Two seconds. Okay. I'm surprised there wasn't a hyperlink for it. Yeah, I, it, it, I, just, I had something else open. Okay. Because um, I was looking at what an old fashioned was. Uh, scotch, no, sweet vermouth. Okay. Uh, bitters and cherries. So no so. whiskey at all? Yeah, and scotch. On scotch. I okay. was sorry, I was naming the additional ingredients. Um, um, yeah. No, an old-fashioned is... It's bitters in it. I know that. It's bitters and whiskey. What is bitters? It's like a like a little drippy drink thing. Okay. I don't actually know what it is. Yeah, I think it is like... It is bitter liquid, basically. <laughs> Check out our old man drink podcast coming to you soon. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to find out because I need oh, to... Oh, really? We're going down this rabbit hole? I want to know. Is, when does the rabbit hole end? Is what I want to know. It ends here. It's okay. okay. What, is, what is bitters? There we are. What are bitters in a cocktail? Uh, flavoring extract. Yeah. So it's just whiskey dry, and flavors. Botanicals it can range anywhere from fruit to bark in a mixture of alcohol and water. So it's like maybe it, maybe it makes whiskey a little bit more palatable. <laughs> I have a hard time. I with don't whiskey. know. I don't think I probably wouldn't like bitters. I don't. Think. I have a hard time with whiskey. I, I don't mind. I don't mind a, a rye and ginger. I like rum. I'm a rum rum yeah. or gin kind of girl. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, then we have um, so uh, Ross has crashed and burned, kind of, uh, and in walk Carol and Susan. And they're seated. It, it's it's kind of like one of these Benihana restaurants again. I don't know what the actual name it of that is cooking Benihana, is. Yeah, because it's come. It came up at the on the cutaway. They went into the restaurant. There was like a Benihana. Oh, it's Laura. Restaurant sign. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I know this this type of cooking has a name for it, but I don't know what it is. But Benihana is the uh, branding. I think that yeah, we, we were talking trend. about the other day, weren't we? We were. Yeah, because it was in everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, yep. Um, and so. Um, Ross is hiding behind his menu and uh, Kirsten asks him what's going on. He goes, it's my ex-wife and the one with her is her close personal friend. <laughs> the woman touching her is yeah, her close touching personal her. friend. And Kirsten goes, you mean they're lovers? And he goes, well, if you want to put a label on it. <laughs> Anything else? No, no, that's all. And then Carol, of course, up. removes her yeah. coat and stands up and it's all belly. Oh, and she's pregnant with my baby. I always forget that part. And uh, that's quite nice. And just as we're in this point now, we go to the ceremony. And I forget what it, it, it called for um, some a bottle of red wine and something else. And all they had. Sage, yeah. And all they had was like, I don't know, like Cheez-Its and Fresca? Yeah, it was an, or, or, oregano. Oregano and Fresca, and fresca yeah. that's it. Or, oregano, they might have said in their version. Yeah. Um, and Phoebe so goes, and now we need the semen of a righteous <laughs> man. <laughs> To which point, Rachel quite correctly says, if we had that, we wouldn't be doing the ritual in the first place. <laughs> so uh, they said, can we just start throwing stuff in then? And Phoebe's just making this up as she goes along. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I get it. This is just, I mean, obviously, there's nothing real in this. This is just about having an experience with your friends. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So yeah, 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 we get it. And she's making it up. And they and the, she throws in the instructions. So it couldn't help helped anyway. <laughs> and so they throw out a bunch of stuff and... Um, Monica has a photo of some guy who's naked. Yeah. But they always wearing a sweater. No, he's not wearing a sweater. He's just that furry. Um, and then uh, 
Rachel puts in the last of Paolo's grappa and grappa. Hey, it's, it's, it's never it's never alcohol here on the on the week. Do you have what grappa is for us? I don't, but I find out. But just as a as a segue, um, Ross's date is called Kristen, not Kirsten. Kristen, thank you. Yeah. Guapa, grappa, guapa. I heard grappa. Garappa, sure. Garappa. You might want to say alcohol. Yeah. So it, it's highly flammable. Anyway, we find yeah. out because the flame jumps. So I'm curious how they did that. If they just gave her actual accelerant, yeah, you, I imagine because you can't you can't see CGI that. No, no, no. no. Grappa is an alcoholic beverage, a fragrant grape-based pomace brandy of Italian om- uh, origin that contains 35 to 60 percent alcohol volume. Sounds about right. Yeah, and we were Monica warns her that's like pure alcohol. Yeah, and it goes right up now. My knowledge of it is that, see, I don't know what they actually also have done because my knowledge of this stuff, which isn't that great, but surely the flame isn't burning up the alcohol, so it shouldn't be a sustained. It wouldn't be a sustained fire. Unless, it would just be It would just be a, a quick whoosh, and that would be it. But the ceiling may well have started to catch because the flames sure. are really tall. I'll tell you what, they're probably getting evicted for this if that yeah. really happens. Um we go to Central Park and Chandler's dumping Janice again. This time without Phoebe's help. Yep. And she walks with in. Jo- with Joey's with help. With Joey. <laughs> and she walks in and goes, hello, funny Valentine. I'm better at it in moments than I am at others. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, hello, just Janice. <laughs> and Joey says, if you don't do it, I will. And Joey's wearing a red version of the white turtleneck he wore on the yep. date. Yeah. But he's wearing red. Janice Which is, is weird. Red. Janice is wearing red because she's in love. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. He's wearing red because it's Valentine's Day. This one is that what it is? It must be. Okay. Um, me, me and my friend Kaylee at Disneyland both wore our pink jumpers on Valentine's Day because it was because it was Valentine's Day. So okay, yeah, cool. Uh, back to the date. Susan is called away. I want to know what her job is. Yeah, because it's something that requires a beeper. Yeah. Uh, and Carol's Carol's quite upset. Um, what is Ross's date's major? And we don't hear because we hear Not through science. <laughs> Schwimmer's perspective. But she teaches science, which wasn't even her major. Yeah. Uh, we find out that Carol teaches sixth grade. I didn't know this. I think it was mentioned, it was a fact in one of the other episodes that it's the first time it's mentioned that she's a teacher. But Just it say, wasn't explicit. I don't think Carol strikes me as a teacher. Maybe she strikes me as a sixth grade teacher. She's a, yeah, yeah, a young school teacher. It's like It's like elementary school, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, which is weird because they're both teachers. That's kind of a conversation starter, at least. Yeah. Um, so we then go back to the fireman. Oh, because Ross can't tell her what she does. He's introducing me. He goes, of course, is something that isn't even her major. We've got the fireman. They're going through the refuse and they're like trying to come up with reasons. They're like, oh, come on. This isn't our first boyfriend bonfire. <laughs> and they, they say that uh, Valentine's Day is the tonight. Yeah, Valentine's Day is our busiest night of the year. <laughs> it's kind of like a florist talking about Mother's Day or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, they're hitting it off and it's three firemen and it's three of them. To which that fire did absolutely not need three firemen. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It needed a like. It's just some water because it was alcohol. So, yep. yeah. Back to Central Perk. I've said Joey and Janice both were in red. She's made little, she had little custom candy hearts made up in a day. Yeah. Before the internet like would allow. So, you would have to actually go in and place an order or phone someone first thing in the morning and pick these up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they say Chan and Jan. 
forever. <laughs> she goes, uh, I feel sorry for Jay. Oh, sorry. So I feel, so he's getting ready to dump her, and Maggie Wheeler she is plays great. This so well. She kind of like makes her eyes go all big and look like a little bit confused. She's, she's, she's like a lost puppy. It's, it, she does it so well. She's excellent because this is the joke. Yeah. The joke is we are, for some of them like it hot. We think the joke is she's going to get dumped again and what's she going to do? Mm-hmm. And she gets dumped and she takes it, she takes it very well. She goes, okay. Because why? <laughs> she goes, I know this is not the end. Don't you know it yet? You love me, Chandler Bing. <laughs> this is such an iconic Janice moment. <laughs> he goes, Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, you love me. You seek me out like a foghorn. Janice. <laughs> you want to have a go at it? No. Janice. I was going to, and then you did such a good job that I just don't need to. You can't live without me, and you know it. You just don't know that you know it. Did you write this down, or do you just know no, this? I've got it written down. <laughs> I have condensed it. I have condensed it. It's great. It's good, yeah. Like this, I don't know what where they were. I mean, you got to think, was the plan always Janice? No idea. Or does Maggie Wheeler just do such a good job? Or did they get her for that second one? Because the second one makes sense. The rebound second time. We'll yeah, bring yeah, her yeah. a second time. But, like, by this point, it's 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 how, how much is too much? Because we don't want to overstay it. But she's great. She's great, yeah. Um, she kisses him. Like a passionate kiss, like grabs him by the tie or whatever, brings him yeah. in, kisses him, and makes her exit, and even gets, it's not a full, so it feels, therefore it feels organic. Mm-hmm. She gets an applause from the audience, but not one that's like re- overwhelming where they put a sign on. No, I think she just genuine, nails yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But it feels organic, and also that makes you feel better about the fact that she's like taken the mick out of earlier by yeah. all of them so it's, it, she gets our redemption it's quite nice and she takes the power back because the yeah. Chandler's all like call me yeah uh, we go back to the date and uh, Kristen yeah has bailed uh, to which point Carol could have pointed that out when she was like getting up and stuff like yeah also the timing of this episode I'm just realizing is really strange because this date is like a weird time compared to what everything else is happening because it just kind of intersplices with like what is yeah. actually one evening and the next day uh, no, they start the date. It is the next day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not on the date when the double date's happening. Oh, okay. No, no. This is our first sign. So Janice in the corridor in the hallway in the morning, and then we cut to Ross's date. Oh, That's our okay. first indication. Um, although you get the yeah, you get the, the idea. Date, it's, it's daytime still. Oh no. No, when the, when the coffee house stuff is still daytime. With Janice. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, the coffee house stuff yeah. is, but the bonfire clearly isn't. No. No. So. Um, so yeah, that's what cross cutting does. It gives the illusion of simul- simultaneous it's action without not, necessarily yeah. having to be. Um, so Ross says, you know, you know, how I say to get on with life. Like I, I don't want to get on with my life. He's, I'm here with this cute woman, and I'm like, eh. I, 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 or maybe just I don't know what it was. She doesn't shouldn't jump off the screen for me. She's not supposed to, though. She. No, maybe not, but the, we also have lots of girlfriends who he won't end up with, but who did jump off the screen for me. Yeah, no, I know, but I think she's supposed to kind of look quite plain because she's okay. supposed to just fade away. Because, Or maybe Carol's supposed to look so much better by comparison, yeah, therefore yeah. we understand why we're yeah, all... Okay, absolutely. fair enough. Okay, you've won me over. Um, I think it's a really strong Carol episode. It is, um, yeah. 
He called. So he says about how easy it was with Carol, and I, I, I hear this as someone who's gone through a divorce. Part of it is the relationship, but part of it it's also this person who you had conversations with every day. Yeah. And then for that to be gone, and then it's like that you miss that as well. It's not just the lovey dovey stuff. Is, yeah. It's this person who you have the conversations, you have your own shorthand, you have your own language as you go, as you sort of go through life together, commenting on stuff. Yeah. Um. So he goes. I had an idea, and you know, how about you and I give it an, another shot? And he goes, "Hang on, I know what you're going to say. You're a lesbian, but let's just put a pin in that and put it over here." <laughs> and he confesses he loves, and he still loves Carol, and he kisses her, and she kind of kisses him back a little bit. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. If I was more like thoughts, question mark. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking you a question. What are your thoughts on that? Is this because if this if she had moved on and was with another guy, yeah, I think we view this kiss much differently for some reason than we do when she's with a same sex partner. Potentially, yeah. Because this is her. Oh, he was the father of her baby. Yeah, if it was another guy, he'd be the father of her baby as well. Yeah. But this is back to my argument that we let Carol off the hook way too easily for what she did. Yeah, I think we do. But also, I think the fact that it's still so close. Obviously, I mean, she's still pregnant. She's quite heavily pregnant, but not heavily, heavily pregnant. So <laughs> they, it hasn't been that long since they split up uh no like it's been like less than a year obviously well obviously because she's still pregnant yeah so, so six months than, yeah it's been less than nine months yeah, yeah. yeah. um so you kind of go i think they they would still be i think occasionally in relationships there are still these moments especially because they didn't split because they didn't like each other they split because she's a lesbian not because there was any big rift not because they didn't get on as friends or as even as like people who lived together they obviously got on so it's. I think there's there's a different transition there between people. Let's but let's also go back to the fact that she, as far as I believe, yes, as the canon of friends goes, she didn't discover she was a lesbian. Tell him that break up and then begin seeing Susan. Oh no, she was actively cheating on him. Oh yeah, that doesn't that yeah, it doesn't change that. So there's part. there's that part. Yeah, and of course, what color is Carol wearing? Red. Red. Yeah, we have some like. The only time we see Carol Cleavage in the whole series, I think. <laughs> but she looked good. Yeah. She looked really good. Yeah. And you know what? Played pregnant convincingly, like naturally. It didn't look fake to me. No. No, I thought it was well done. She looked like a young Mrs. Claus is what she looked like. Oh, she, she does have a With very... Like a very white blonde oh, hair. what's her name? Dang it. She does have a very similar look to that actress. Yeah. Elizabeth Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. That's a good call on your part. Um, I know the Santa Claus. She says she loves him too, but says, you know that thing over here with a pin in it? It's time to pull the pin out. Yeah. And she goes, the right woman is waiting for you. And he goes, it's easy for you. You've already found one. <laughs> he goes, no, no, you need to find one who likes men and you'll be okay. And we get this completely dehumanized. Yeah. There's no face. It's just a figure yeah. as it walks back. Blonde hair, but really. Red jumper. Red jumper, but really tight clothes. Yeah. And they walk by, and Ross seems to want someone amused, and she goes, "Not her." <laughs> um, a funny moment, or you, or is it, or is it, Carol? You don't get to say this. I, it, I think it comes across as funny because it's obviously her. I mean, the judgment on the woman isn't great, but the fact that is, she's going, she's trying to protect Ross and go, "Don't, don't bother," because that's not going to end up as that's not the right woman. That's a one night stand. Yeah, it's so. 
in, in that part it's funny but the fact that she's judging that woman on and, site and is it's, not a, great. it's a sitcom and it's hard and you have 22 minutes or less yeah yeah i kind of really liked this carol ross relationship yeah this is lovely I think it's the only one of these we get. She's actively looking out for him, which is nice. And they're confiding in each other. Yeah. And like, there's other times when I think, like, I think her relationship with Susan's a bit up in the air. But that always felt a bit like this felt really nice and earned and organic and all those things. But warm, yeah, warm and fuzzy. And you know, he invites her over because she's alone on Valentine's Day. Like, what a we didn't mention. It makes everybody scooch down and all that <laughs> stuff. But like, just a, it was a really nice moment. Yeah. Um, and that's that's our credits, and then we just go to the coda. The firefighters are going to go on a date with with the girls. They're going to bring the. Uh, the truck round i can even let him ring the bell ring the bell um and so they leave and the girls are excited hey the cleansing worked they're nice guys they're nice guys they're fire guys <laughs> and then we cut to the fireman outside one of them goes you guys tell them you're married <laughs> he goes, no way my girlfriend doesn't know i'm not telling them <laughs> so the cleansing has not worked they've just attracted more of the same it's a very funny way of ending the episode i enjoy it yeah, because it's just uh, so it's just kind of sitcommy kind of uh, nonsense. Yeah, I still have to find a sound gift for this, but uh, we're going to go to the water cooler now. Blah, 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 blah. There we are. What's changed for our friends? Um, I mean, nothing has actually changed for Chandler because he's been with Janice and then broken up with her again. I would say this places <laughs> in the audience is the idea that Janice is going to come back. That the Batman and Joker. Yeah, for yeah. at least a while, they're destined to do this forever. Yeah, Janice will be back. Janice will be back, and that's and will be linked to Chandler. Yeah, yeah, and that's nice. And that's nice. That's a, that's a nice little bit of something there. Um, I think Ross kind of has this. Maybe it's a move to the audience that Ross is going to start dating. It's the first date we see him on. Yeah, uh, it did feel a bit of an abrupt about face where he was really uh, he was really into. Um, into rachel mm-hmm. and he's apparently given up on this and there was really no storyline for it he's just he's given up on this yeah um that's usually a sign that she'll start to fall back in love with him again and then they'll miss each other because he'll be going on some dates so no marcel no marcel again which i'm not which what was my issue the show didn't need it i wonder if they put, like, put him in and went oh we didn't need this at all yeah <laughs> yeah like we're the number one show on television and now we got a monkey that we didn't need because <laughs> they've already shot it right yeah and you're like oh okay yeah. um whose story is it this week mm, it's quite chandler heavy and quite ross heavy but i enjoyed that it's not ross and rachel heavy it's ross heavy the girls are a collective unit yeah yeah they don't do anything <laughs> they're a c-plot yeah they're a c-plot so the question is, it's not Joey. Joey's Joey's an assist for Chandler on this one. Yeah. So is it a Chandler story or is it a Ross story? Ooh. They but they both have story in this. I'm just trying to figure out which one's the A and which one's the B. Yeah. I don't know. The title would suggest Chandler's the A. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna go with. Oh, I really want to say Ross. I'm gonna say Chandler. Okay yeah yeah um which is yeah i want to go ross because ross has the heart mm-hmm. but i think janice the janice factor has longer lasting effects yeah. and it establishes chandler as this 
um, sort of serial rejecter of women. Yeah. And so it's it, definitely character building. Yeah, so. it's 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 a it's a it's a character flaw. He yeah, keeps yeah. he's dependent on Janice, but doesn't want to be with Janice. And he's the guy with the girlfriend that you make fun of for being with the girl. Yeah, and that is a thing, or at least it was a thing growing mm-hmm. up. Um, the one guy with the girlfriend, like, oh, jeez, you're you're reaching. <laughs> yeah, um, which is what that scene was sort of all about. So I think I think he's getting a lot of shine. It's interesting because really, I mean. If we're being honest, it's really a Janice episode. But Absolutely it but, is. Yeah, but yeah. by our rules, it's got to be one of the six. Yeah. So there we go. Um, favorite friend, MVP of the episode. Um, regular friend. Regular friend. Probably Joey. I think Joey has some good moments in this one. Not enough, but some good ones. Um, I really like the egg bit. Oh, that's, right that's, that's really true, actually. Yeah. Um, and his reaction to... Chandler breaking up with Janice is brilliant as well. Yeah. I'm gonna go with none of the girls. Phoebe's the best of the three. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go with do I go with Ross on this one for the heart, or do I just Oh, he's such a It's so awkward. No, I'm gonna go with Chandler. <laughs> what a surprise. Actually, I don't think I've chosen to hear that many times, actually. It's either Chandler or Ross you choose. I've been very Joey-heavy so far this year. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Favorite joke, favorite moment? The egg thing. The egg thing? Yeah, I like the egg thing. Okay. I'm going to go with the reveal of Janice. Yeah, that's good, too. The reveal of Janice is... Actually, I'm going to pivot on that. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Which one do I choose? Virginia... I'm going to call it Janet's, sorry, Janice's Manifesto. Janice's Manifesto. You love me, you Chandler love me, Bing. Chandler Bing. <laughs> Janice. Janice. So I'm going to go with that. That's my favorite. Um, who looked the best? Who's the hottest friend? Um, Probably Joey. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go with Joey. Yeah. I'll go with Joey. Uh, who had the hair and makeup? Blue best hair. Um, I mean, it's not really a massive hair episode because none of the girls are really in it. Um, I'm, I mean, gonna go, I'm gonna go with Janice. I say props to Janice for her hair looking amazing. I love Janice's hair as she walks out of the apartment. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, new friend, favorite guest are, 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 are non of of a non six. Oh, has so, to be Janice. L- but, Okay, so let's throw in who 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 the contenders are. Yeah, we we have the three firemen. Yeah, we've got uh, Carol. Kristen. We've got Susan. Carol, Susan. We've got and Kristen, and we've got Lorraine. Lorraine, yeah. Um, Lorraine was good for watching. Lorraine was, was Lorraine's a good like, yeah, yeah. like bronze medal. Yeah, especially one who we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Of, of, of legit first time people. Lorraine, yeah. Lorraine makes a good impression. Yeah, she got that very typical like uh, Staten Island kind of accent. Uh, the kind of girl you would imagine Joey with. The kind of person you'd imagine who would be friends with Janice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, the more... Janice would be her plus one, though. Her friend on the side. Yeah, yeah. Janice is a little bit more conservative. This girl is the Joey to her channel. To, to Janice's channel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so props to Lorraine. Uh, silver medal, though. Carol, great. Car- yeah, lovely if Carol. Jan- if Janice wasn't 
But but this is Janice with a bullet, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, she's so good. She's so brilliant. I've no, she I, deserves that applause. Be, because I aligned so heavily with Chandler Bing growing up, uh, I never saw Maggie Wheeler yeah. as this. She's also actually beautiful in this episode. She's a beautiful. Really, beautiful woman. Really pretty. Yeah, yeah. beautiful woman. Yeah. Um, just, just a great comedic actress. What's really amazing is, I'm going to show you it one day, there's an episode of Seinfeld, Mm. where she's like being set up to go on a date with like george right and but she doesn't have a janice voice she just has her natural voice yeah. it's so weird <laughs> it is, yeah oh um and she's and she's really funny yeah um things uh so there we go things that fell flat um the good woman joke yeah um and the vulnerable easy cha-ching joke but at least he gets a bread roll thrown in his head for it so it's not completely excused yeah it's not really comeuppance but all right yeah but at least it wasn't it was shown by the girls to be unacceptable at least to that degree yeah and ever so slightly the hallway reunion yeah it's just a bit mean spirited when, when you think i mean at the moment it's good but if you think about it for a minute you're like oh Ooh, yeah that's unkind i don't want to be a bully no I remember I was on stage once and um, I was trying to do some stuff with this character and I decided we would, there was a stutterer and I decided my character would mock this other character for their stutter. Mm -hmm. And I was told by the director, don't do that. Don't do that. We need this person to be, we need your character to be liked. Mm -hmm. And you, I know you think it's, it's funny, but people don't want to side with the bully. No. And I was like, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought, hey, I'm Zinger. Ha ha. Yeah. No, nah, it doesn't work on the overall thing. My character needed to be liked. Yeah. So I was very new to the Amdram world at that point. But yeah, <laughs> I was like, point taken. Point taken. Not It's that thing. Not everything has to be about making your character have all the laughs. No. No. Where does it fit within the grand scheme of things? Where does it fit within your character? Do you know who your character is? Or do you just want to be the funny guy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, pitch. Are things that show us is the 90s. Again, besides the fashion. Um, uh, borrowing an egg from a neighbor. Yeah, that's not really done much anymore, is it? Oh, um, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you to back away from the microphone. We can hear every every nose <laughs> breathing. But you, you just looked like you were about to sneeze. No, I was really I was confused. Put my hand in front of the mic and back in my head. It's probably kind of easier just to visual. go George lean back. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I know I do these big inhales. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? Things that show it's the nineties. There isn't loads in this one, I don't think, because she managed to get those candy hearts made, and that's impressive. That is impressive. Um, uh, oh, there's a beeper. There's a beeper for oh, crying out loud. Beeper. I mean, <laughs> I I saw a beeper in action maybe like five years ago. So you know, it was for volunteer life. I've only seen one beeper in my whole life. Mm. Beepers were. I don't think beepers were really that much of a thing in Canada. I don't. No. But when I lived in the states, um, um, ninety nine two thousand. Mm-hmm. My friend had a beeper, and so he said, "Okay, something goes bad. This will beep." And we, and then what? You got to find a phone. Like, it just <laughs> felt like it was this weird medium step between like having a landline and then having a mobile phone. And people were paying like twelve ninety five a month to have this beeper on. <laughs> no, I was um, sat in a Ask Italia, which is just an Italian restaurant in the UK. Yep. Um, um, in Scarborough, uh, which is right, and the Ask Italia is right on the pier front, um, right next to the uh, Coast Guard, the RNLI lifeboat station. Um, and there was a guy in there who was eating his 
eating his tea with his family and his beep went off and you saw him and then another a minute later another person run across the pier outside the restaurant um because they were being called to the lifeboat station and they have like two minutes to get there and basically the first six that get there go yeah so it's, it was really really interesting to watch but i like, guess that's because you don't need a phone for that that's just get to this place now like, like if you watch hospital dramas or comedies they have beepers but yeah. that's kind of like a workplace thing having one yeah. in the real world yeah um pitch an alternate title the one with the foghorn uh the one with the valentine the one, the one with valentine's day yeah that's a bit rubbish though because candy hearts really meant it was, it was really a nothing part of the a, episode yeah, no yeah so uh the one with the boyfriend bonfire well boyfriend bonfire yeah i like uh, that one i don't think i can do because you don't want to give away janice's no, no, return no. um yeah the, the one where ross and carol date not dates not go on a date yeah. are on a date now nah, i think both boyfriend bonfire is the next best i can do yeah um so there we are um the critics i couldn't find any critics this week no but um i believe i have oh no i'm not sure if i have that right the imdb rating for this one let me take a quick look on that oh, i did have that open uh I did you got it open let's see Actually, i think about it on my rough list so this one was an 8.1 on imdb so not the uh highest by by any means mm-hmm. uh but a decent one and the return of janice which i didn't know when i uh was saying last week oh i don't know what this is about but it's sure enough <laughs> We found out pretty well, um, so there we go with that. Because um, also, if we take a look here, um, yeah, the one previously was twenty five point eight million viewers. This was twenty three point eight million viewers, um, and it is. Um, and I think it's not necessarily a reflection of the quality of the episode. Because how would you know? Mm. you wouldn't no. i think it's more to do with the fact that as we said last week one of them was people getting walked in on the shower yeah and this one's just a regular episode yeah. so it's still really it's still above the average at that point for this point for this part of the season but yeah so that is where uh that is i'm just trying to get back to my notes here now that i've been on the computer i'm just keep going <laughs> um so I guess it's time for our rating. Our rating. What are you giving the one with the candy hearts? I think this is one of my favorites we've done so far. Okay. I enjoyed this one. Um, so I'm going to give this one eight and a half Lady and the Tramped breadsticks out of ten. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's definitely better than the one with the boobies. Yeah. Uh, without question. Um, I'm trying to remember why I liked the one with the monk. Oh, because it was the David episode. That was a really nice one. Yeah, uh, it's a step below that, but not a big step below that. So I'm going to give this eight, uh, <laughs> eight chocolate mousses to go. Funny <laughs> <laughs> to slather in whatever capacity I would like. Um. So, uh, all this has to do is talk about what we're doing next time mm-hmm. we get together here. And next time we get together, we've got a we got we've got a twice the work. Oh, because next time we're doing the one with two parts. Oh, aptly named. Yes. So we will do both of those together. Together, we won't like do the whole. Th- It'll be interesting because we'll still. Oh, we still have to. Rev- 
it'd be interesting to see because I don't remember this. So is it is it one where you re- review? Because technically, it's two different episodes. It's it's season one, episode sixteen, season one, episode seventeen. Right. So it'd be interesting. We have to make a decision. Do we review yeah, them we as one decide. big it episode? Depends. Are depends they different? They flow, yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to sort of go off of that. But that's what we're up for next time. Um, it'll be. Uh, I don't know if if we do a spoiler as a, as a hook or not. Do you know all the two parts? I can't remember it. Okay, so... I probably would if you said, but... I think, I think I'll leave it. I think I'll leave it and okay. see, because it'll be our first chance to talk about another iconic Friends character. Ah, uh, okay. Who comes in. So we will deal with that next time. As always, if you want to get involved, um, you want to leave some feedback, you want to discuss it with us, uh, get a hold of us uh, on the Twitter in general. That's at Best Film of Her Pod to talk specifically about our friends in the podcast. We kind of limit that to our... Uh, to our to our friends of the podcast Woo. over on the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. Lots of great ways that you can help support the pod. Keep it coming to you at least twice a week. Woo. That's the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, outside of that, that's about it. Check out what we got coming on up. We've got John Wick coming up this Sunday. And the Sunday after that, we got WrestleMania season. So what wrestling-related movie are we coming with this week? We'll let you know. I haven't picked it yet. Oh, okay. So I've got like two. I think I think I know where I'm landing, but I'm not sure. Not the one that I don't want to watch. No, I'm not doing that. Okay, cool. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Uh, I'll have to take a look at some stuff because I'm all... I said you can do that, but I just won't do it. I don't know. Yeah. Might end up having to chew on that for a while. Yeah, I'm just not watching that again. And I'm all out of bubble gum, so... Nah. Such as. Um, so, um, outside of that, I guess please join us next time no. when we tackle the one with two parts written by the show's creators. Uh, okay. Marta Kaufman and David Crane. Yeah. So showrunners, I'll talk more about the next time, but showrunners, they obviously don't run everything. They lay out where the season's going. Yeah. Where maybe individual points could go, but then they take certain episodes throughout and make sure those ones are done right. Yeah. So this feels like it's going to be, I haven't even looked at the full synopsis, but it feels like it'll be a big turning point towards the season one arc. Yeah. So please join us next week when we tackle the one with two parts in one part four friends of the podcast <laughs> you hurt yourself there oh, my, my like joint in my thumb just like spasmed and it oh, hurt okay. so <laughs> i don't know what happened but it's doing it now let me, it let me have go with that then four friends of the podcast a bfe retrospective my name's ian and i'm georgia and until next time we are on a break We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop. flop.